You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, it's The Northman. Yeah. And uh, we could be doing uh, more interesting stuff that sells more tickets. I, I am still just blown away by this movie. If you get a chance to see this movie in theaters, um, before we even like get to reviewing or whatever, right? right? Um, if this is playing somewhere, you can see it, uh, before it goes away because it's not making a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, let's sidestep our review and rating, whatever we might say, no matter what we say, right. If you see the trailer and think that this is interesting (laughs) or like, uh, other Eggers movies, if that's a big sell for you, uh, see it in theaters, uh, before you can't before you can't right um because if you think you're going to like it based on the trailer notwithstanding the review we will give you positive or negative i'm not even gonna say yet but uh but it is a it is a cool theatrical experience yeah Uh, i'll say that um and uh, you know, I don't know. Help this movie make some money or something. Maybe <laughs> I, I I don't know what is going on. Uh, and we were talking about somebody else as we were watching this movie, and now I can't remember. But the budget on this movie is like seventy to ninety. I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't even Who know if you can find about? out exactly what it is. Right. But it's over seventy, and yeah. it's somewhere like seventy to ninety. And and there's just like no chance it's gonna make its money back. Right. Maybe worldwide, I guess. If it, uh, but what was it like, fifteen million or something? Yeah. Or maybe it was. Maybe it got up to twenty. I'm not sure because some people did see it. But the last thing I saw it was like fifteen million. I saw I saw it when it said and, twelve. So and, and you just are not getting right. your ninety million back or <laughs> whatever yeah. it is because this is just not going to be in theaters. Right. Long. This is not uh, as much as I've been saying there there's only going to be like one big release for a while or whatever. Yeah. Right. But uh, this is not going to be in theaters for like two months where it can hopefully chip away. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. In like June, it's still making a couple million. So it's right. It's inching its way there. Uh, I just I don't know how this movie got this much money. It's this it's, is it's weird. It's also strange. This as the estimate at sixty million for the budget, but I also don't know what that means in terms of like I know what sixty million in terms of shooting in like Los Angeles or Vancouver gets you right. But in shooting in Iceland and you know Ireland and wherever you know we're Belfast and all these other places they were like I don't know what that maybe that gets you. 90 million? Yeah, I still I, I have still no idea. Don't know. Um, well, the last thing I heard saw was 70 to 90 million. Yeah, wow. Um, which is a giant range and so That's who huge. knows who yeah. knows exactly what that is. Wow. But I also still don't know where the hell the budget went in this movie right. and I've seen the movie. I, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this movie I've seen movies that, you know, had a budget of like 12 million that yeah. I'm not sure what the difference is money-wise. Right. I mean, Right. Uh, having people with big names, 
you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it's not like there's a soundtrack coming on every 10 minutes with a song you got to get rights <laughs> Royalties to or to. whatever. And there's no way that no one Marlon Brandoed this. Like there wasn't like Ethan Hawke's commanding price was 11 million. Right. Like uh, with all due respect. To I Ethan mean, Hawk, Ethan like, Hawke is that. only in the movie for a few minutes right. and, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's pretty cool in it yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, but he's, but yeah, he's in it like super, but it's not like George Clooney and like he's some not going to get, right. I mean, he, I'm sure he got something, he got something, right. But, yeah. and so that adds up, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. And, uh, but still, I just, uh, I don't get why it's as, it's as heavy as it is. Uh, unless, you know, well, you uh, said I don't something. know, they actually built the whole longhouse. It, and that's the thing. You said <laughs> something, you're like, maybe they just bought a town. I mean, it's like, yeah, this if town, they, like this valley, like maybe the, they there, did. There is this part, especially in the like first half of the movie, yeah. there is this part. And the second half of the movie, they're in a village you could have built for you like a hundred bucks in, the backyard, in a week, right, right? Right. But in the first half, there is this there is this huge place that they show there is like a giant long house which when you see it in the movie i'm not sure it's actually there at all like right. i right that's that just might have cgi been or whatever yeah. um but you know assume for the sake of trying to make up your budget it is really there right i mean i don't know there's like this whole <laughs> huge thing and they bought the there whole place yeah. they had to build the whole place <laughs> who who knows I don't, know. I don't know it's not like uh you know building a town in old Tucson or right, something or right. whatever. I, you know, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't seem like it needs the budget and I don't know how it got it anyway. Like yeah. he does not have a history of making movies where we're going right. to cash in. Go. Yeah. And, and this one, you know, you read the script for it and you're like, okay, cool. I love that movie. I want to pay for it or whatever, but still it's like, it's right. not it's a still superhero not movie. Even it's, if you did buy that thing, where'd the rest of the money go? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just it's interesting. I don't know. Anyway, it's a it's a weird spin on the industry. Yeah. Um, before we jump into the Northmen, I do want to talk about one movie real quick that I know you haven't seen because there's no way you could have seen it. Hmm. Uh, so take that. But yeah, it's well, uh, that's actually flex. getting a release, um, and it is a movie that did some festivals. Um, so it's not like no one's ever seen it or whatever, yeah. but it's called Anae in Love and it's a French movie. Well, I wouldn't have seen it anyway. And it is getting some amount of release, uh, on the 29th. Yep. And who knows if you are somewhere where you'll be able to see it, but if you are, Worth uh, it. and are interested in checking it out, it is really, really good. Really? It's, it's kind of a mix Look. and this doesn't make any sense, but it's kind of a mix uh, between worst person in the world, and you know, I want to say something like Doc Martin. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. And uh, and that will lead you the wrong way because it's not like a funny, goofy movie with Doc Martin or anything like that. Yeah, but the Doc Martininess of it oh, is 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 like kind of the sense of place yeah. that you <clears throat> get in it where. You know, in in Doc Martin, you like feel like you're really there. The characters are like very real and quirky and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, and it has a lot of the worst person in the world going on in it. Um, and it's about uh, this woman who, you know, is in a very similar place to uh, the 
the main character and the worst person in the world. Yeah. Where, you know, she's kind of adrift in her, in her own life sort of a thing. And she's having an affair with like a much older guy and, uh, reads the books of his not wife because they're not married, but his partner, but his long time, you know, partner, whatever. Yeah. And, and sort of like falls for her in like a fan way Mm -hmm. and then like conspires to like meet her because she's like a fan. Right. And then sort of like falls in love with her and and then like, you know, hilarity and then like, you know, all sorts of things happen where uh, they're like getting to know each other and then they're like falling in love and then uh, you know the the original guy finds out that oh, right. you know goes to a thing yeah. where they're both there and everything yeah. and then it's like what is happening and you know anyway and hilarity ensues whatever comedy but, drama straight rom-com like what it, what would you it, it's really more like drama it's yeah, it, okay. in in the sense of what genre it goes in it's you know, really like should be next to the worst, worst person, person in the world, I which is that. not really a comedy, right. even if it has some funny stuff. It's happen, light, but it's but not, it's a, it's right. a drama. It's yeah. a drama, but yeah. it's just light and, okay. you know, tries to break up the tension and stuff and it's, yeah, you know, whatever. So it's, it's sort of in that same world, but it's definitely like not comedy or anything. Right. It's not right. funny stuff That's happening cool. or whatever. Um, but it's really, really good. And, and the character really kind of sucks you in in the same way. And at the end, you kind of end up more or less in the same place. Um, yeah. It's not quite as good, I don't think. Um, I give it an eight. Um, That's pretty it, good. It's got, a few, good. it's got a few parts of it that, you know, are, are not as solid. But overall, it's a really, really good movie. So is it as long? Like, I don't because the worst person in the world was like is, that, was that one long, is pretty long. That was a long movie. I, I think this one is you know closer to like maybe like a hundred minutes, hundred and ten minutes, oh, okay. something no, like that. That's not bad. Uh, I think eight's be, pretty good. Be funny if we looked it up and it was like three well, hours let me, long. Let me, <laughs> yeah, let me see. Actually, uh, no, I, it's it's more like standard, and you know it makes sense because oh, I'm on the wrong one. Um, that's really still more the norm of yeah. all foreign movies. <laughs> oh, it's an hour and 40 minutes. So yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's anyway. Cool. That's one to watch. Uh, so yeah, go check that one out. And uh, and, and I think that's it, really. Um, so The Northman, uh, unless you had any fantastic things to say about The Flight Attendant that you've now... So yeah, out. based on, you know, I, I think I would have seen it anyway, but for the last few shows, whenever TV has popped up, you've you've plugged um, a couple things and the flight attendant was one of them. Russian dolls is another. Um, and I'm going to get to that too. Cause I'm kind of curious about it, but I, I was in that sweet spot last night of like, it's too late to watch a film, but what do I want to see? And the funny thing is you start watching a show that you really like, and you've seen a movie's worth because you right, watch like three right, or four episodes. Right. I didn't, I didn't go quite that far in, but it's, it's, very accessible and very easy to see why if you watch it and it's in your even loose wheelhouse of 
you know, things that you like genre wise, man, that's, it's just easily watchable and fun. Right. And it layers out the mystery of events in a very, in a very fun way. But in the thing that you've kind of, you're in my head when it comes to things like this, like sometimes you'll say like, you, you can't just watch Lost again now that you know how it goes. Right. Like I have a feeling a couple episodes in the convenience of her memory and the way that she's remembering things to help her in the exact right moment that the story needs right. a clue. You're not going to be able to rewatch that as easily. You'll probably right. have fun watching it with someone who hasn't seen it. Cause they're going to be like, Oh my God, what about this? Not quite only murders in the building, but it's, it's really fun. And Kaylee Cuoco is, is doing a great job. Right. You know, right. she's actually playing this character who isn't just like ditzy, but is in trouble. She's pretty layered. And, and, and it's an effective way to show off some of her skills too, but I'm having fun with it. Yeah. It's a really good time. Uh, and also only murders in the building. If you haven't checked that out, I mean, you gotta go see that. Cause that's just, that's just easy breezy fun. And it's it's just, and it's just crazy goofy fun. Yeah. It's wild. And in in a way, in a way, when we talked about this briefly, just for anybody who didn't hear that, cause that might've not been a, we didn't really, we don't dedicate shows like we, we pepper in them, um, around other things. If you like Steve Martin and you like, you know, Martin Short, that's one thing. Selena Gomez is not to be overlooked. She's in a lot of ways like what makes that whole show work yeah, in, she's in a really good. perfectly like leveled way to keep them as old codgers. You know, they're not playing codgers. It's not grumpy old men. But there's a real grounding force that she has. And taking her out of that show just would be an impossible thing to watch. Right. So it's been it's been a blast watching her react to them both in the show and then when they do interviews, like when they're just pushing the show, like they're hilarious together. Right. Um, but that's something we can't, you know, I can't recommend hard enough. Like that's, that's something to go it, see if you want it is like, fun time. It is like a weird dynamic going on because uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short have, you know, uh, probably not news or anything. Yeah. They've been friends forever, forever ever. Right. Yeah. And, and they are like the, you know, throw two people in a room and just mm-hmm. like let them go, mm-hmm. and and like they're hilarious, but they're right. like always uh, they're they're such a weird throw together two comedic sensibilities and make like a new one, yeah, and it works kind of thing, yeah. And then you got her just like going, okay, like be the young person in the room, right, or and and make sure that we're not off the rails right. in our own, you know, jibber jab. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, and it just works so well. Right. And she's really, she's really good in it. All right. Anyway, uh, the Northman. So this one could go really weird actually. Um, because I was actually leaving the theater, this one going, I wonder if, if we're not going to be very different hmm. on this. So who knows? Uh, and, and we didn't talk about it. So, yeah, and we didn't talk about it at all, which is even sometimes a, a little telling, bit unusual right. or whatever. Yeah. But uh, so the North, uh, the Northman, and it is if you've seen the trailer, you know pretty much everything you need to know about this, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, um, <laughs> you do it, get the movie. It, the it's Viking. You, you do really kind of get the yeah. the movie, mm-hmm. although it's a little bit different well, story than you probably expect. That's in true. The details. That's right? true. Too. Um, but it's, you know, Viking and revenge, right? Yeah. It's, uh, Skarsgård is a Viking. His father's killed when he's very young. He swears revenge. 
you know, he it's kind of like a story you've seen a million times, right? It's like when he's a little kid. Yeah. So now we fast forward to now he's old enough to maybe take his revenge. Right. And he does. And there you go. Uh, or he sets out to. I mean, right. it's like that's the thing. And uh, and along the way, he meets Anya Taylor-Joy. And, uh, and it's just kind of, you know, that's the classic that's the setup. setup of revenge thing right yeah um so uh in just throwing out our ratings right there were some things about this movie that i kind of rolled my eyes at right but other than that i really loved everything hmm. in the movie um so i i had some i thought flaws that were enough that like I can't give it a ten, yeah, because there were just some things where I, to some extent, I wanted somebody else to make the movie. I kind of wanted Eggers to like write this, right, and let and let somebody else direct it. <laughs> yep. Not that it's terrible in any way, but it just had a lot of problems uh, for me in certain ways that weren't the writing, that were right. it's the uh, story. yeah what we had to see, why we had to see it, how much of it we had to see how far off it was trying to spin into uh, mythos when I didn't want mm -hmm. it to and didn't when I kind of wanted it to right. or, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, but I give it a nine. Uh, I, wow. I really liked it. And that's big. Uh, I really liked, I think, whatever the runtime is and, and it started to seem long. Yeah. Not in the sense that I was like getting bored, but just in the sense that I was like, I, you know, we're here. I, a while. I know everything. Right. Just like, go there. let it be done. Like now you're just continuing <laughs> yeah. to show it to me just gratuitously yeah. <laughs> so that I can watch it or whatever. But I'm like, uh, you know, I get it and yeah. now I'm done. Right. So I didn't, you know, I didn't love that, but the majority of the uh, of what I was watching, I, you know, I really liked it. Apart from, uh, you know, the uh, snotty kids, yeah, overly twirling their mustaches, right. and right, some of the <laughs> this is Norwegian right culture stuff, yeah, being like. I mean, was it though? Because right. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever. It, and anyway, but I gave it a nine. I really enjoyed uh, most of it, and we'll get into other stuff. But there's definitely going off that for a second. There's definitely a feeling that I had where, and and the film is two hours and sixteen minutes, and in and in a very strange way, probably at the hour forty mark, I'm like, okay, so like you said, I know where we're going. But what are we doing? Right. Just kind of, you know, and it's almost like two things. It's almost like in my head, Egress was like, well, we paid to use this valley. Right. So I'm going to show you. So I'm going to show you the valley. Right. And you're going to see every angle of this valley. The only thing that it didn't do, which is good to see in contemporary films, not just because of I'm having a reaction against Michael Bay's ambulance, but it didn't use drone footage. This is, <laughs> right, this is right. almost entirely just like 1914 this is just like you got a you got a steady cam and we're just going to move with you right you know and it does a lot of vista looking the other thing i was thinking of not because i'm trying to find a way to explain it but it just felt like eggers just slowly you know put you in a pot and turn the water on 
and it got to a boil. And instead of being like there, you know, he was more like, feels good, right? Right, right. Let's just sit there for a while. I gave this an eight. And and it I don't know that I I don't know that it's gonna be as easy to pinpoint the things that brought it down from its highest. I was I was like nine and a half yeah. at one point, not that far into the film. Cause I realized pretty early on that not only is this gonna be like an awful lot of films that we've seen over the years anyway. You know, there are elements to this story, not because it's it seems to be understood that it's based on the story that sets up Hamlet. And in a way, sure, I see all that stuff. And But it's also like, this is kind of like Braveheart. This is like Gladiator. This is like anybody who's had someone they love die and this person was beaten or left for dead and they come back and they infiltrate an army or a regiment or something to get their revenge on the right. king who kills right. them. Okay. It doesn't really it doesn't really go that way. Like no one's invading a castle. No one's putting on armor. This is just, it, we forgot you were alive. Some dude shows up right, later. Right. You're a Viking, you know, you're Nordic. So you're jacked anyway. Like a lot of people, not everyone. It's not like 300 where this is Sparta and everybody looks like the most cut, shaved, right. weightlifted right. monster. Like there's big guys. Okay. So you're a big guy. Cool. I, I blathered on to say this. One thing that I kept thinking of was how badly they screwed up the Jason Momoa Conan remake. Because I I found out pretty early on while watching The Northman that I was in the mood to watch Conan. And I kind of got it. <laughs> you know, there's not, there's not any gratuitous nudity. There's an awful lot of gratuitous violence. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of screaming. There's too much chanting and dancing for me. But... In the same way that I remember Eddie Murphy joking about when Rocky was a thing and you'd you'd be you'd see all these Italians come out of Rocky and they just wanted to punch things. Right. And I remember when Braveheart was a thing and we had friends from Scotland and they were just fired up. Like they right. wanted to burn things. Like they're like, ah, we're mad. I guess if and you're like sales of Scottish flags guess, yeah, go through and the I guess, roof. And, and I guess and I guess it's just you get them so pumped. I guess if you are Nordic or, you know, you have some Viking you think in your ancestry DNA, you know, and you watch this, you want to see the chanting and the and the stuff that is heritage based. It that's the stuff that kind of slowed down for me. I, right. I liked it the first time we saw it. Around the third time everyone's banging a drum and screaming at each other. I'm right. Like, I, I I got it, you know. And I think well, that's kind of well, what you're Especially meant. because at the end, then it's just like a giant long right. thing. That's yeah, the thing. Because right. I was just going to say, like, it, it's fine even a couple times. But by the time we get to the thing, and I don't want to spoil much of it. Because it's, it, in, a, in a very strange way, like you said, too. And, I mean, we'll bounce back and forth over stuff. It, it's an incredibly simple story. And it's just, it's just not style over substance. Because I had a lot of fun with the substance that was there. It was just... Man, I was in the mood to see this movie. And like what you said right. in the beginning, watch the trailer. If it's at all interesting to you, go see it. Yeah. Because it it's going to service that itch. And for me, it's not that I'm not in the mood to see them, but to Egger's credit, because I feel like I am going to take a few swipes at him, to Egger's credit, this is actually sort of a strangely easy film to screw up too. Oh, yeah. A lot of different places you could have gone not off the rails and not because you would make this guy like Clark Kent, but... 
it's just kind of easy to lose sight of the way of what you're trying to do. And for the most part, I agree. I thought he did a really excellent and job. I, and I think there are several times that he does it. Yeah. Actually. Right. It's just that he doesn't do it too, too horribly. Much. Yeah. But he does do it and it bugged me. Like, uh, there's one part pretty early on where they're raiding this place, right? Mm-hmm. And it is kind of interesting to watch, like, the whole steady cam follow him, like, up the thing. Yep. <clears throat> you know, we're just trailing along wherever he walks. But there are parts in that where what he's doing is more in service to some other subtext we want to deliver Mm -hmm. than what's happening. Like we're in the middle of this raid, right? And at one point, right, he like drops down on this guy, bites his neck, and then just sits there howling for like a really long time. time. And I'm like, see, that's the story of the dead Viking. That's like, now it's not real anymore. That's not what he would do. Right. And that would be fine if he like did it real quick or whatever, because you want to re-highlight this whole berserker thing that he's got going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's fine. But then he just keeps doing it and doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like still in the middle of a battle, like right. anything could happen. Right. And you're even telling us later, like, you know, you've got the woman with the bread who takes a swipe at somebody <laughs> yeah. with a knife and is trying like right. anyone could just kill you. You're just sitting there in the mm-hmm. mud and it's it's just goofy and unnecessary. Yeah. But that kind of thing doesn't happen very much. Right. right? And mostly all of the stuff that happens that's like, you know here's the slightly more realistic, weird gruesomeness of having a right a Viking raid happen is pretty good, yeah. right? At, whereas, you know, in tons of other movies, it's yeah, all sure. sorts of goofy. But there's this weird, you know, battle in the movie between we want to, like, be really real and gory mm-hmm. and... And this is the truth of yada yada versus, you know, we've got like this weird pageantry and yeah. and, and and movieification of how things happen. Yep. And, and it was weird to me because at the very beginning of the movie, I was kind of thrown. Right. And then after a few minutes, then it like got really good. But even at the very beginning of the movie, when Ethan Hawke like rides in to like his thing. Right. Right. There's something about it that seemed like it was trying to be really real. Yeah. Right. And yet, you know, the dude just rode like a hundred miles on his horse wearing his helmet. And I'm like, that's not how that really happened. And in most movies, that wouldn't affect me at all. Right. Like I wouldn't even bother to notice (laughs) it, except that in this movie, there clearly was something going on where it's like, no, this is how real life was for these Vikings or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but wait, because that is not how real life. I mean, that's, you know, there was a bunch of stuff happening with all of his men and how this little, you know, whatever Nordic village was right. that I'm like, that's not how that would be. Right. That's how that is <laughs> right. on your movie set. Right. <laughs> and so there is yeah. going all through the movie. There is this weird battle of what you're paying attention yeah. to and how real things are going to be or how real they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's just like a little throwaway thing. Sometimes it's like, you know, at one point they're playing this game where it's like a sport 
except right. we all kill each other. Right. Yeah. And you might this is ultimate rugby. You might die or yeah. uh, or yeah. be incapacitated for a couple months at least because we've got big sticks and mostly we're just hitting each other with right. them and everything. Right. And I'm like, see, like on the one hand, they probably had this sport. Yeah. Right. And on the other hand, you know, if what happened happened, all of the people around would have just all killed each other, right? right. I mean, right. like this—that's not yeah. how real it was, or yeah. what? I mean, it's just you know, pick a lane. Or that something. was a fun scene too, because I thought the same thing. I'm I'm watching this, and I'm like, we're not sophisticated enough as a species to not just care less about the ball. And now I'm just going to bash you because right. you kicked me. Right. The the sport itself. It is like, is fine, yeah, right? Like sure, that's sure. And, and the and the fact that they all beat the hell out of each other right. is fine too. But the one guy mm-hmm. who's like the big that asshole guy. on the other right. side, yeah, right. You know, I mean, talk about like clearing the benches and have, yeah. like they wouldn't have just went. Well, right. it's in the game. Here we go. I guess that's what happens. Yeah, and suddenly, they're all just sitting around yeah. going. Huh, that's a bummer that he's doing that. And you're right. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, look, at, look at Fjord. He's gone crazy again. Know. You know, I mean, it's not I, like that. I guess they're all going to die. Right. That's right. a bummer. Yeah, it's so weird. But uh, but all with the, um, you know, all the juju and the yeah. Norse gods and all that stuff. And, oh, yeah. And now yeah, the witch that. shows up and it's all magic time. Yep. You know, there need to there <laughs> needed to be more of a thread going on. Right. And at the same right. time I needed to watch it less, right? Because right. it's like we haven't decided in this movie like how how magic the magic is. Yep. Because at certain points we think we're at one place. Right. And then, and then, at, and then at another point this witch lady shows up who's mm-hmm. not actually there and disappears right. and you know god knows what kind of magic realm we're in now right and you're like man you got to you got to pick one you got to figure one it, right it, it's got to be something that makes sense all the way through and then when we get to the end yeah that scene where we've got now the new like guru of yep. nord whatever you know. I, that just goes on and on That's, and on i was going and you're like I mean, you gotta tighten I that know up. what you're saying already. Right. And, and for me, because like you said, the first couple times that there's there's like magic stuff happening, you know, I'm like, okay. But I don't, I feel like you drop it in because it's part of the lore. You didn't drop it in because it was part of this story. But okay, maybe it is and it'll pay off later. And then suddenly you get that scene that I thought went on way too long. And I went, well, okay, you did make a choice. <laughs> right. But I think you should have made this choice 35 minutes ago and not now at, at for least. as long as right, you're making right. it. So, yeah, I feel like, again, but in, in a funny, strange way, thinking about the film after we left and once we left, once you went to go do your stuff and I was I was driving off, I thought it it's a strange film because we didn't talk about it at all, but I'm like, for what the film is trying to do and how it did it, I'm like, that's got to be pretty oh, high yeah, yeah. on Mark's list because right. it, it really is like no bare bones. Here's what we are and I'm going to show you this. And, and, and I'll it, be damned if it doesn't go right through it. No, yeah, it uh, completely does. And and the other thing, you know, that like really struck me a lot during the movie is, you know, when people, I mean, I don't know, like your average person, whatever, like I know, but, you know, when people <laughs> think of Shakespeare yeah. now, right? right. <clears throat> like people imagine that Shakespeare was always this like boring old person right. stuff like you know 
going to the opera maybe always was mm-hmm. uh, boring, rich, old people stuff right. or whatever, right? right? And they and they have to learn about Shakespeare in school, so they sort of think about it the same way. Right. And it's like, can be hard to read or whatever. But, you know, sh- I mean, Shakespeare was like the primetime sitcom of yeah. the time, right? right? And it was... It was really like the quote junk yeah. entertainment. It was not highbrow uh, entertainment. Right. He was looked down upon. And this was like so like watching the whole thing, I'm like, man, this is like so Shakespeare. This is yeah. like crazy updating the themes, Shakespeare. The, yeah. This could if somebody told you and you didn't know everything. Right. Right. <laughs> like about- you knew enough, but you didn't know everything. And somebody told you, you know, this is like word for word a Shakespeare play that mm-hmm. we just changed to Vikings. Right. And otherwise, it just exactly is Shakespeare. You'd right. go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see mean, like, I see that. Like, there's all, all sure. the stuff happens that should happen yep. in a, a weird Shakespeare tragedy thing. It all comes together in the same way. People talk the same even yeah. when they shouldn't. <laughs> there's a couple of those the, there there is a bit of people talking in a way where you're like really like, no you're right singular but, motivation you know familial distress misdirection little bit of not not comedy of errors but sometimes i mean if you can find comedy and violence a little right. bit of comedy and error but yeah there's 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 an interesting there's an interesting overlay there that it's certainly following that mapping structure pretty, and, pretty clearly. And especially when we get to where we, you know, find stuff out, it's like, right. you know, our characters, motivations lead mm-hmm. to this and we have these theories about people. And then all of a sudden the theories are changed completely. Right. But now what do we do with our characters, motivations right. and right. what they want to happen? And yeah. how does that, how does it change you know, him or, or what his thoughts and beliefs are or what he is going to do Yeah, when suddenly he, all his premises are, are proven right. false or and that, whatever. There's a scene, there's a, there's a big scene when that happens and Amleth, without giving anything away, you know, he, he just has his eyes opened again and I'm watching that and I'm like, good, glad you went this way. Instead of doing the pat easy, you know, everyone's in distress, come save them. Maybe people who are in distress didn't want to be saved, you know, that kind of thing. And it's easy to kind of look at this and be like, all right, so what does Skarsgård really have to do except eat a lot of creatine and and scream at things, right? I I disagree. I think he has to do a fair amount of hard things because there's always this weight you know, there's always this gravity to the gaze that he has. Like he's just holding the inner beast at bay, even though he's close to achieving it. I mean, he could have got his goal done right. 40 minutes into the movie, but it wasn't the right time and place. And he knows it. And that pisses him off, you know, and you're in just, you're seeing so many things happening with him. But when one of those scenes comes up where he has to reset his worldview and you're just watching him deal with that. And I'm like, all right, look, right. this isn't just a slaughter fest. Because I think in a way, because of the violence that's in this film, and near the end, I thought about when the next time I will watch this to pay more attention to the violence because it, 
there are plenty of decapitations. Right. For some reason, even though they're not visceral, like sometimes they happen just in the shadow and you see somebody lose a head. Decapitations have a thing both with the ratings board, but also your casual audience. Like and like you said, like I know what that is anymore. I, I, I see too many movies. I don't I don't know what four movies a year looks like to somebody. Right. This is very shocking. <laughs> You know, and I'm watching this and I'm like, I kind of feel like this is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre where people remember there's a lot more violence than there is. Right. There are those scenes where there are battles and I don't mean like the sport which turns violent or the earlier stuff where those long panning shots and people are attacking each other. But I mean, there's some, there's definitely some violence there, but I think there's a lot of stuff happening in people's mind more than there is actually on the film. Right. Even with a handful of decapitations, which isn't making it sound like, you know, picnic fare for your average moviegoer. Again, I think if you find yourself in the theater watching this, you chose to be there or you can't trust the person that brought you there because if they don't know that you're capable to take this kind of film, you can't be around that person anymore. Right, right. Like that's just it. Right. I, you know, I think probably you're right though. As time goes on and people see this, it, I wouldn't be surprised if people thought of this movie as having more, more violence, violence than it does. I mean, it's got violence because yeah, it does. But, I don't but think the it thing has is that. it has a lot of violence, but then it has, uh, you know, as far as what you see on the screen, you know, there's like a lot of people get killed, like, out of shot. Right. Or, Tons. Or behind the hut. When they're climbing when, the wall. You know, when you just oh, know oh, yeah, that they that. got yeah, killed, the yeah. but they're over there right. or whatever. And you don't actually see it. Right. But when you do see stuff, even some stuff that you you still don't look at it, but you're right, right. there. Right. It's weird violence. Yeah. Or it's like really another level of showing you what violence actually right. looks like, you know, right. like when somebody gets stabbed, Oh yeah. There's not just like ketchup, right. There's a little spurt right. or whatever, you know, right. I mean, it's like really, there's blood. It, <laughs> it's really pretty graphic. Some of it. So yeah, it does, you know, that's just how that translates in yeah. your memory, I suppose, right. because, um, but it is, uh, it's crazy violent. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, supposed to be a certain yeah. crazy violent right. world right. and, you know, whatever. Um, but so all of that aside, I did want to talk about uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, I think is mm -hmm. really good, although she has to play sort of an odd character, mm -hmm. but I still think she's really good. Yeah. Um, I think Skarsgård is really good. And like you said, I think Skarsgård has... A really tricky thing to do here because it is not going to translate to most people how hard it is to do. Yeah. And maybe not every scene was really hard to do or anything like that, but a lot of the stuff he has to do is a lot deeper than it seems. I think so, yeah. Um, even some of the parts earlier on in the movie, but especially as the movie progresses... Uh, you know, all this guy gets is his life screwed over 18 right. different every ways. Way. <laughs> yeah, every way you and know? twice tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, and, I, and I also think uh, I hate Nicole Kidman in general. I know. Yeah. But I thought she was good in this. I was just going to say, I know you don't like her, but she she does a good job. No, she, she was good in this. Yeah. And I don't know if she has the hardest thing to do. Um, no. But I wouldn't say she has the easiest thing yeah. to do. But she came across the right way right. in this movie for me. 
And like I said, I don't even like her. So her big scene too. Uh, sorry to uh, jump in. Her big scene with all the emotion that she has to convey later in the film that could have in in other hands really been like Razzie kind of very stuff. like caricature. Re- yeah, yeah, really like. So you know you have to feel this emotion here. Just let's see it. Right. You know, not tempered and still furious like i thought actually as close as that scene could have been without towing over really into like one inch off i thought she was right at that line right doing all the emotional pull that she had to do then and i was pretty i was pretty happy with it and i'm not a wild nicole kidman fan either yeah and i thought it was good too because once you get to that end part and like you know I don't really want to spoil like, yeah. exactly what happens or whatever, but you know, as we already said, he's got to it, it, get his shift in everything about his life, right? Because you know that's the whole uh, Shakespearean thing that that's you have to do. It's basically right. like um, you know Shakespeare doing like some Norse myth that you don't know. Like right. this is just some old. Viking story, yeah, from wherever, right? Yeah, a- uh, about whatever famous Viking hero that probably never existed right. and probably didn't do like half the things in the story, but you yeah. know, he did something similar to the story, right? <laughs> or and, you know, whatever. We've told it a few times, so like now. this just has that feel to it, right? Like, yeah. this is just some myth that has gotten bigger and bigger as as time went on yeah and uh you know the true story is (laughs) buried within it somewhere and then shakespeare takes it and decides to tell it right and then that's what we've got right somehow which you know is really good yeah right but uh as far as nicole kidman um when we get to this part where he's got to have this big shift right she has to give him information and he has to be able to look at things differently. And then the best thing about it is she gives him enough information that, you know, five minutes later, he's talking to Anya Taylor joy, you know, and, and now he's like gone 360, right. like, <laughs> right. like new plan. And it's so weird. <laughs> and she has to do things the right way. And his reaction to it, all of it is so cool. Mm -hmm. The only part that I didn't love him. um, Skarsgård. Because I really liked him a lot, yeah. Yeah. The only part I didn't like him was when he was on the boat. I feel like uh, at the very end. First boat or second boat? uh, Like at the very end when they're on the boat, when he's on the boat with her. And I was like, you know, this suddenly feels like it was day one of filming. Mm-hmm. They, like, yeah. like he's not, he didn't quite get the character yet. exactly right. or whatever. And it just felt very, you know, you're an actor, right? You read the lines. Somebody tells you this is right. your motivation or whatever. Right. And you go, all right, I'll do that. Right. And it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't bad right. exactly, but I'm like, man, it just doesn't seem like quite the same guy or right. the same, you know, ability to, give me stuff yeah or whatever right um yeah. but anyway uh 
the whole point of that was just uh, that Nicole Kidman was really good, mm-hmm. and she she also has you know kind of hard stuff to do. Yeah, but I feel like as soon as he goes, uh, and it's just funny that they the whole story ends up being he goes to Iceland where there's like no one there because you watch the trailer right, right. and you think this is the whole movie is about giant wars among right. Vikings where you've got two Viking hordes or something. Right. Yeah, like <clears throat> even when you're watching the movie. What you think, it, like we jump forward in time, and what you think is, uh, you see him where he's like not the leader of anything. Right. He's just a guy, right? Right. Um, and you're like, he has to like rally his giant army somehow, and we're going to yeah, watch right. how he right. gets to be in charge, and then there's going to be this whole huge, yeah, massive, because we watch the movie, and we know all <laughs> sorts of people die all over the place. Right. We watch the trailer, right? Right. And no, it's not that at all. No. Just suddenly he has well, to go to Iceland where there's like no one there. Really, he's got to... <laughs> like the worst case scenario of this is like if he had five guys. Right. I mean, there's like there's no one there. Right. They got like, I don't know. They got like 30 people maybe right. or something. I don't know. 40 it's, minutes of but, the film is him getting there and being like, what, they left? Like, where did they go? Uh, It's funny being, I'm not selectively doing it. It's just sort of fun and happening. I didn't know much about The Northman except the one trailer. And I kept seeing the one trailer. I didn't see many of them. You know, and if you would ask me if I had had a minute to just think about it, they're like, so what do you think that movie's about? You know, and I'm like, looks like a lot of blood and screaming. Like, if it's Vikings, I know what people think Vikings did. Right. It might be correct or erroneous, but I bet they're going to do a lot of stereotypical Viking stuff. You know, it wasn't until I was looking at the IMDb thing that just quickly says, you know, from visionary director, blah, blah, blah. It just says, follows a young Viking prince on the quest to avenge his father's murder. And I went, oh, well, I didn't know that. (laughs) Right. Because the trailer really is all about the visual. It's about the kinetic excitement, the style. Like, don't you want to see this? And you're like, yeah. Of course right. I do. Look at it. It looks great. I just, it it was just funny to me to just think like. And there's nothing in the trailer that lets you know that you're going to spend half your time in a small sheep farm. All, all doing this. <laughs> <clears throat> the, the stuff, the stuff early on that carried me through a bunch of things. It's, it's incredibly visual, just like the trailer gives you, but it's also pretty fun and creative. Like I know you had mentioned, I think it was the last show we did. It might have been two ago when we were talking about getting ready to come see this, how it had been compared with the 1914 film with all of its long shots. And right. just, you know, some of it's really creative. And at this point, I'm not entirely sure if it's just movie magic or if they really had like a hand camera that did it. Speaking of boat scenes, when we first see uh, Amleth, you know, Skarsgård as an adult, he's rowing on a boat. Right. And there's this long the, shot the, the of them ca- coming in. The camera in. of it is weird. And yeah. the camera is watching them row, and we're waterside, and we're keeping pace with them. And it's not handheld, jittery stuff. So I'm like, all right, you know, sometimes I break the wall, and I'm thinking, gyroscope, or is this CGI? Right. And it comes up over the bow of the boat, and it moves along, and you're trying to look, and we're guessing, like, which one is he? Oh, there he is. And then it just kind of goes through somebody and, and set sets right in front of him as he's rowing and you look at this like hollow dead inside furious man rowing with like anger for everything and i'm like son of a gun look at that like Like, that's just beautiful (laughs) right it's just because so many of the things like there's vikings so there's fire there's you know landscapes there's water 
whenever Skarsgård swims, he's like Aquaman. That dude has like the best like breaststroke right. in the world. You know, it's just we're watching all this stuff. And even if I wasn't enjoying what could arguably be a very simple story, you know, I was loving the visuals. Right. And we're not we're not ones that talk about the cinematography, but damn it, this is one I just would talk about the cinematography all day long. Like this thing was just visually engaging in a way that narratively I'm glad it kept up with or kinetically it kept up with. But I, I was just having a blast looking at yeah, it. Yeah, there was a lot <laughs> of the visual stuff uh, that was really cool. Even uh, And what I loved about that most is that they let you know early. Yeah, right. You know, There was a lot yeah. of cool stuff early because you'll watch a lot of movies where they're going to do some really cool cinematography. We're going to have some really cool shots, but we wait for them for a while, right? right? We establish things in a more traditional like way that you're used to seeing stuff but even like when his dad gets killed right that whole thing we're like you know we're kind of spinning around at times Mm -hmm. then we're watching from over the rock as the kid and we go different ways of looking at this forest then we're looking down at him when he's got all the spears in him like we're doing like a bunch of stuff yeah and and not you know, like Michael Bay camera baddocks, like yeah, we're no. doing stuff for reasons right. and, and it looks cool. Right. Um, but that early part, you're like, Oh, so like, we're going to, so this is how <laughs> it's gonna... we're going to be serious about trying to, yeah. you know, hone our visuals. Now, sometimes that means that you're staring at the witch from sure. the floor and maybe yeah. it's not as interesting as we right. think it is or whatever, but overall it was very cool. Um, but before we get like too far in too, uh, I wanted to say, cause I keep talking about myth and Shakespeare and, mm-hmm. and I really think that if you can't get into that, then I don't know. Right. Right. Because you're in a, you're in a bit because you're going to, you're going to think that you were going to get the movie that I thought with the big war. Right. And no, you're going to get this movie with where sheep farmers and it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really spoil anything, but there's so much Shakespearean. And like mythological, I don't know, sure. like like out of myth, like um, it doesn't exactly spoil anything and it's pretty early, so I don't think it matters if we spoil anything. Right. We already told you that he's going to Iceland or whatever. Sure. Um, but there is this like cool exchange that's so Shakespeare, right, that uh, he finds out that his uncle that mm-hmm. he has to kill... Uh, had to run away to Iceland because King Harold showed up and right. took his yeah, right. <laughs> took his kingdom away from him anyway. Yeah. So he killed his brother for nothing. Like right. his uncle killed like the whole scheme amounted right. to nothing because next thing you know, King Harold showed up and said goodbye. Right. That's that because he took over everything. Right. 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 Uh, and you know, just the whole fact that this comes around to we have to, you know, now go kill this guy who's got nothing mm-hmm. like it's such a different thing right yeah. then if his uncle had taken over the kingdom and was just living the life of riley ruling right the, the kingdom or whatever but now now no it's uh we're on a whole different right. mission which then means he's suddenly <laughs> out of nowhere slaves himself right and jumps on this boat and is like okay well this is where i have to go right right (laughs) because i saw a vision and yeah you know whatever but all of it like it's so 
you know, weirdly like Hamlet and Macbeth yeah. and Very. I mean, all of these, all of these weird Shakespearean things. And, but it does it in a way where it's like now, you know, like, right. like I said, like people who went to Shakespeare when Shakespeare was there, right. weren't going, wow, this is, you know, whatever. They were, were living reading up, shit right. into it or whatever. They were just going, this is cool, right? And and no offense to anybody, I was this guy once, but it was the equivalent of going to see pro wrestling. Right. Like, you were not looked at highbrow. If you went to a Shakespeare play, you were you were slumming it. You Especially were going not to see, for, like, a while, right? Right, right. I mean, eventually Shakespeare <clears throat> became notorious and, uh, well, it, famous and beloved or hated, you know, because right. people... It's English, but I don't understand any of it. You know, that kind of thing. It's hard to understand, but you get the gist of it. It's It was just not that thing that it's always right, been right. when it was happening. Right. Eventually, um, uh, yeah, he had to write Macbeth in certain ways because otherwise the king would kill him right. and shit like that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, you know, like I said, this is, <laughs> you know. And it, it is exactly, I think, if you kind of update it, translate yeah. things a little bit, like this movie is exactly what it yeah, is. Right? It is. It's like it delivers on. It's like giving the people what they want with their mm-hmm. bloody gory story. It's got twists and turns, yeah. and it's got you know, I, I don't know. It's got everybody selling everybody else out. And There's <laughs> a there, yeah, right. There's a lot of betrayal. You know, not a lot of forgiveness. You know, um, there was. It, this is a funny thing to think of, but I. It's pretty late in the movie, and I won't ruin it exactly, but I'll kind of allude to it. I knew. I knew when there was one scene that could have kind of not tipped it because I was having so much fun, but I knew when I loved what the film was going to be doing was when imagine, imagine in a, in a story, if a character gets caught and he's on a boat and he's tied up and you really see, there's no way for the hero to get out. And then there's like some mice that chew through ropes and you're like, are you kidding me? Or you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm on right. board with that. Right. There's a scene like that where, you know, where they where there's a character that's in a, a real serious bit of trouble and we're getting close to the end of the film and you know like there's probably not going to be a prolonged thing. And something corner kind of magical happens and I watched that and I went, "Yeah, I'm on that. Yep. Let's do that because that's great." Right. And that's when I knew I'm like, even if it doesn't nail the end of this film perfectly, I'm having a blast. I'm yeah. just having fun with it. And it's so um you know, that is part for me of the weirdness of everything that is magical or Norse mythology in the movie, because there are some parts of it where I'm like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And there are some parts of it where I'm like, you know, that's not what magic meant before. Right. That's not the level right. we were at at yeah. the earlier part of the movie. Right. This is not that. Before you said it worked this way, yeah. now it works that way. Right. I just want like because even the part where we see the Valkyrie, right? Yeah, I was like, that's awesome, right? Like, right? <laughs> like that scene that is awesome. That scene is awesome. Yep. I don't know that it all makes sense if you throw them all together, right? right. At one, there are parts of it, right, where we are just, you know, and like. No offense to Native Americans or whatever, right? Yep. But we are just like the medicine man, sure. r- rolling bones, reading the future, yep. and not, you know, the giant god appears 
next to them as they do it. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and at other parts, there you know, we, we are. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, what, yeah, <laughs> what right. flavor yeah. uh, is this? But when they do the part where we have that escape that you were talking about, yeah. I thought everything about that scene was great. I dug it. I just was so even, even the part where the Viking can't get the sword to come out of the scabbard. Right. So he leaves it. Right. Right. right, like he's like, yeah. well, screw it uh, then. Enough of that. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like that right. is so. I loved it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And then when they have the whole escape, it's like, yeah, yeah, like this is. But I, I just want it to be, you know, at the same setting, right, and, for the whole movie. And because it isn't sometimes, and and because it isn't sometimes something so strangely inconsequential but if that doesn't happen we i don't know what happens right because you gotta have that character get free somehow and i'm like sure sprinkle some supernatural in right like i'm i'm all for it because the way you're doing it is the way i can handle it being done here right versus like what you said but it's like if you're doing supernatural where (laughs) where what you're trying to like at some points what you're talking about is what Vikings really did right. and believed and and what their, you know, holy people in a loose right. <laughs> sense whatever of holy that, people whatever or whatever, that right? Them, yeah. You know, what they did or whatever. And and the weird things maybe that happen where you go, this is why they still believe in this. Right. 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 And you know, if the escape thing happens, you could go well, see, now you're going to believe in that, right? right? But if God shows up next to you, right. then you go, well, that's why that's they a, believe that's in that. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, because it's just true. Right, right. <laughs> and I don't know. There's, you know, there's like worlds of difference between, you know, having every different level of what's happening at yeah. different times in the movie. And, you know, it's still a nine, right? It's, sure. I still love this right. movie. Right. It's just that there's some stuff that I really wish worked better. And we didn't even get to everything because I don't want to just rip right. on the movie the whole right. time like we usually do. But there were some scenes in the, in it, too, where I just didn't want to watch that scene. And it was such a weird mm-hmm. thing, right? You're watching this movie. You're loving it. And then there's like two or maybe three minutes where you go, I just, I just don't want that to be there at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, especially like the last half hour of the movie, I know that clearly, uh, Eggers in his writing and directing role is like, I love the thing I did and I'm going to, <laughs> right. you know, show We're off celebrate it. Yeah. But like the last 30 minutes of the movie could have been 10 and I would have been a lot happier. Right. Yeah. Like I, I just, at that point of watching the two hour movie, you're just not actually doing anything more. Right. You're just sort of almost applauding yourself for doing it while you're doing it in the movie. You're just yeah. saying, I mean, see, look right. how cool this is. And it's like, I mean, the play's over, man. Like this is right. Right. <laughs> like, I don't we, need a third encore. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So and he's anyway. like, but, but we paid for the room. Right. <laughs> and I had this idea for a shot and I think it could, pro- you know, right. Okay, and there's like on. a, the, you know, the whole volcano. Right. Oh Yeah effects right. were sure. paid for first. Yep. That's the first thing right. we, we bought. <laughs> so we're going to fit it <laughs> so in. Like, what are we not and you're going to see it, you know? Yeah. Even actually that part is so very like uh, mythology, yeah. Shakespeare sort of thing too. Like 
it, it kind of reminded me of Macbeth with like uh, the witches and the, and right. the forest right. of Elsnor or whatever, yeah. because it's like he's got the sword that can only be pulled from its sheath at the gates of hell. And right. in the earlier part of the movie, you're like, okay, great, at the gates of hell or right. whatever. And then, oh, haha, I'll see you there. <laughs> I'll see yeah. you at the gates of hell. What a fun if you're if you're into Shakespeare you know, adaptations. I don't know that the tone is right, but watching this and Macbeth, you know, with Denzel Washington, right. Visually, <laughs> back to back. visually, I think you'll be amazed, but watching them back to back, I think this has to come last. I don't think you watch Macbeth no. after this. No, I don't think you're paced not. right, but, but still what, I mean, that was a fun film. Yeah. That was, that was a blast. Yeah. It was, a really it, was, good time. it was really good. And that's another one. Uh, as we get set to leave you, that's another one where, uh, it's not quite 10, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't totally love it. But here we are at the beginning of the year right. with a weird movie right. where, again, I'm like, I don't know how this is not going to be on my list. Right. Here's a Fury year, Road. Though, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. going to be somewhere right. on my yeah. list because, man, it just was so fun and so good. And even if it's not you know, a 10, not that there are going to be 10 movies that I give there a 10 this 10 year, right? right? But. Yeah. But uh, definitely go see that. And yeah. and like I said at the beginning, if you can see this in the theater, yeah. you really want to. I agree. Even though it's not, you know, big old special effect craziness mm-hmm. where, you know, that's sort of when most people say that, right? right. Like, you better go see the new Marvel movie yeah, in right. theaters because it's like, whoa, right? There's something really but, beneficial but about it the way is, it's shot. This was a really yeah. cool movie to see in theaters. <laughs> yeah. So if you have any interest in it, uh, go see it. If you don't, Get yep. some right. and go see it. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. And right. it is, uh, what is it next Dr. week? Dr. Like Strange. Dr. Strange, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> wow. that I don't, I, you know, I'm scared for Dr. Strange. Yeah. I'm not sure about that movie. So, yeah. it's going to be tricky. Uh, if you want to uh, chime in before next week right. and tell us if you think it's going to be right. awesome, right. you know, send us an email at areyouscreening.com. Um, but I don't know. I just, I'm weird. I'm, I'm weirdly nervous about it. And, uh, you know, I, I liked the the Dr. Strange movie. Yeah. It's, it's less about the character and what they're doing, but it's about the direction that all the Marvel movies now propagate towards the next cinema. It's all the, it's all the weirdness trying to all collapse into every movie, right? Like no movie is just. A that movie. person anymore. Now it's a setup whatever. for the next yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. And I, where I, they're going, I'm not entirely sure that's maybe the brightest of yeah. ideas. But I can't argue with All the right. success. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.